Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Before we dive into today's show, many of you know we are facing incredible censorship. If you appreciate this show and content, please go over to mattbelair.com and sign up for the email list to stay in touch. Join the membership for exclusive content. Consider becoming a patron. Uh, share the content and consider taking the kindness challenge and doing three kind acts a day for a week. Now, let's get into today's show. Today's guest is an engineer who worked in government for over 40 years, that including engineering and environmental projects. He is a Zuni Pueblo Indian elder and member of the tribal orders of the Kachina Priesthood, Galaxy Medicine Society, Sun Clan, and Wisdom Keeper of the Zuni History and Spiritual Practices. Welcome back to the show, my friend, Clifford Mahoudi. Glad to be here. Glad to have you back, Clifford. It's been a while. Uh, I've had so many emails um, wanting you to come back, uh, wanting to know your views. We did a podcast, I think it was in March or April at the beginning of this. And, you know, I think what you shared at that time was really important and, and even more important now as we've watched how everything's unfolded. And before we, we dived in, um, you know, your background's really interesting because you were an environmental and civil engineer for 40 years. And um, you worked in the government that whole time. And so you have a very unique knowledge of how the government works and also uh, your traditional teachings. And so your background is really fascinating with what's going on. And before we, we dive in, we were talking a little bit about what's going on in our world with, with how the – one of the things that I was worried about, I said, Clifford, you know, you, you and David are the only uh, Native American elders that I know. And what's happened with the education system and what's gone on is they've really fractured your traditional teachings. And one of the shows you, you talked on, it was kind of funny because you said, you know, my grandpa would always try to tell me stories and I'd run away and he would get mad at me. But now I understand why he'd get mad at me because I wouldn't sit and listen to the stories. And so my concern is how are these teachings going to keep moving forward if your generation or those teachers are lost? And so I'll just open up and, and let you kind of chime in on, on what your thoughts are and how do we potentially preserve these teachings? Well, you know, that's a, it's, education is not only going and sitting in the classroom. Education is a combination of many different experiences. Uh, I've, as you well know, I've worked in a very uh, many uh, many organizations in the professional world. A lot of these people have degrees up the yin and they got degrees plastered around their walls and they, they got all the kinds of uh, wars and, and, but uh, I won't, I won't uh, hire any of those guys to be a man in an outhouse because they, they, they don't have any common sense. And I went to school with a bunch of them and uh, it's fine. It's, they're, they're great learners, they're great uh, students, but when it comes down to real life activities, the real world situation, uh, they won't even know where to start as far as, far, far as the survival is concerned. I, my education was sort of a reversal of that. I was born and raised on an Indian reservation. I had to learn all about the basic stuff of survival and also the stories 
also uh, the respect of many different things uh, on the planet and including the planet and about people, about events, by storytelling, by a lot of actual practice on a daily basis. And uh, so this, uh, this thing about the future of the American Indian community at large is really in a bad situation right now because of the influence of what the conquerors did to our Indian people. And also, not only here, but all Aboriginal tribes throughout the planet. They've tried everything, uh, even to, even to uh, the point of killing them. And I started to tell you about how they uh, see nothing is new under the sun of how they treat people in the Indian days back in the 1800s. The uh, the, the uh, Americans gave the Indians blankets, saying that this will help you. Uh, uh, through the winter and keep you warm and little that they know that they infested those blankets with with uh, smallpox and and other uh, communicable diseases and uh, this this thing is going on still to this day at a very highly technological level this recent thing about covid is so far out in terms of how they came about doing it now, the, uh, a lot of people are, do not l the, uh, have the, ex the uh, what do you call it, the attention span of no more than, I don't know, maybe a couple of days, maybe, maybe even as, maybe as long as a week. But if you look at a, a history of this nation, uh, I talked to, talk to a lot of audiences throughout my life. I said, you know what? He said, if you look back at history, whether it started within recent times, for example, like World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, and then we start going into uh, domestic things like the Kennedy assassination, 9/11, uh, the moon landing, all these things that I have extremely studied in detail not from anybody's thoughts or books or anything else, but again, based upon common sense approach to finding out. This is where the scientific and the deductive mind reasoning comes into play, is that if you look at the recent thing that happened on this COVID, I mean, they have done this in the past. If you look back during what they call Legionnaire's disease, the the H1N1 stuff and the Hanta, all those other ones were invented and they were used. And the man has always exper experimented not only with other animals, but also with the humans. And, and uh, the ultimate game in this thing is control. And now we're going into this new phase, which would make... Uh, Stalin and Hitler uh, and uh, Mussolini and other guys look like Boy Scouts compared to what's coming down for the United States. And we have the technology. I was talking to somebody this morning about uh, 1984. Big Brother is watching and it, we're way off the extreme on that one. 
And uh, the other thing too that uh, people talk about is the sheeple. We're treated like sheep and they have learned and it started actually in my estimation when about 1970. I graduated from engineering school in 1969 and from that point, point on, this is where the education system uh, went to hell, uh, especially in things like mathematics. Uh, because kids today do not know how to do, all they know how to do is punch buttons. They have no idea where the decimal point is. They don't even know anything about the decimal point system, for one thing, much less other things. So this is the national disgrace of all all uh, things. And and But the other thing, too, is that the politics, the politicians are now running everything. Remember the old saying about, uh, I'm here... Uh, I'm here to help you on with the government type phrase. I mean, I've seen it firsthand when I was when I was born, when I was still being raised on in the reservation. What they're going to go through right now is what the Indians have suffered for the last 200 years. They were herded, they were put in prisons, they were they were deprived of food uh, and and individual rights. And we're gonna go into that phase right now. So it's a turnaround of the events that they put together and they're gonna eat their eat their own food of what they they created and they don't like it to begin with now. I mean, this is what's going on right now. And when you talk about education among the Indian communities, there is one group that they, we never got rid of. As, as American Indian people, as the Bureau of Indian Affairs. In 19, when I started working for the federal government, out of the, they had um, a, the ineffectiveness of the, the most rotten agencies in the, in the United States government at that time. And they, and they chose something like 60 groups or departments or bureaus in the federal government. And uh, the Bureau of Indian Affairs was out of, uh, out of the 60, they were close to, I think it was number 58, which is two, two, two other departments were even worse than that. I don't know who those were at this time, but the Bureau of Indian Affairs was considered the worst department. This was a put together by, in non-government agencies on the effectiveness. And it hasn't improved since that time. Now, one of the reasons that I went to work for the, 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 the federal government is to find out what actually makes these people the way that they have uh, done to a lot of people, um, especially the minority groups. And uh, and I went up to probably what you might consider a the top middle management. And so I had an opportunity to be there and observe a lot of different agencies. I don't care if it's the military. I don't care if it's the if it's the National Park Service, whether it's the Department of Energy or whatever. And if you have an if you have a uh, open mind and you have a the tools to analyze in thesis, I did not see any group that were in any 
uh, offered, I mean, you know, any way trying to help anything for the people. And uh, and maybe I maybe I thought that was too critical, but the rest of the the, the government people, it's a matter of life for them because the one thing that they these people have is that they're only concerned about themselves. How much money am I going to get out of this this job? And and I used to see when I became a a, a director of some of the organizations, you know, when I became the the supervisory engineer of many groups, I found out that people that uh, were my staff were more concerned of, and they had calculators. We bought them computers and all that. In their programs, instead of doing engineering design work or whatever, they used to use their equipment to figure out how much money they're gonna get when they retire. They're not, they're not concerned about if there's a water line break on one of the, the Indian schools out there or if, the, if there's a shortage of, uh, of any uh, uh, equipment up there in Alaska, for example. They're not concerned about that. They're more concerned about how much money they're going to get when they, when they uh, retire 15, 20 years down the road. So I saw firsthand of what the government, how the government operates. Going back to a bigger scale of what we're going through right now, a lot of people are so damn scared of something that is so common. And now, one of the biggest things that I have found, or at least uh, observed, is that all these years, everything has been a lie. And that's what re this recent election, what they call an election, is the most, it's way beyond evil. It's way beyond dirty. And I don't know what that definition of the word would be, but what they did was so criminal. And uh, you don't have to have a, you can have an IQ of one below a rock to figure out what <laughs> so this is uh, this is one thing that's going to happen in 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 the way I look at things is that people have been conditioned now for so long that they just go along with what it is and they don't care because uh, what happened in the COVID situation is that even though if it was a man-made. It did not crash and burn like the Phoenix. So, so it's just like an alcoholic. An alcoholic has to crash and burn before he comes in recovery. He can only go down one, one, uh, one inch above crashing and burning. He's not going to recover. What happened in this case is that the government walked in there and gave everybody money to continue the false thing about COVID. And so they they shut down everybody, but they don't understand why they were shut down because they did not study those things. They were not, they were, they don't have any common sense. So in the, in, in the other analogy that I use is that they were trying to get rid of one guy 
And the analogy that I use is that if you're on a 747, you got 400 people on that airplane, and whoever the the bad guys are trying to get rid of one guy that's on that flight, they just to get that one guy, they're gonna shoot the whole airplane down, and all the people in that airplane will die, including the only one that they want to kill. So that's the mentality of this nation. The so-called founding fathers set that system up. And so that is very hard to be rational. It's very hard to say that, oh, no, that can't be the right guy. Or it's also hard to say, yes, it's got to be that. No, this this country has been made up of nothing but lies. I don't care which category you go into, even if it's the government. I don't care if it's the churches. The churches, in my opinion, are nothing but cults. And the way that they do business, look, the Vatican, look at all the things that they have done, the bishops and all, all those people that have done to little boys and how they have a network of who's going to go after them nobody look at this nation look at this nation that all we have these people that are in there that is go way beyond human kindness and beyond evil and nobody who's going to take care of them it's a well well we have a system called the supreme court well that's another group of guys that and, and women that you cannot even trust so who are you going to trust from this point on so I think that in the future, we're going to have to go, they're going to have to go into something that is going to be very, very detrimental to everybody in this country. Because when uh, under Biden's plan, he's going to shut down everything and he's going to open the borders. We're going to have millions and millions of illegal, uh, I don't call them illegal aliens, illegal crooks that are going to come in there. And they're going to take over the jobs, or at least they're going to go work for the rich people and, and do be their gardeners and their cooks and their nannies and so on. But uh, now we have to, we as taxpayers have to take care of those, that bunch too. And so this is where, this is where a lot of people don't have the, the uh, thinking to look at what is going to happen to them. Because they think that the government's going to give them, give them money forever. And who's going to pay for it? Now we're probably into the seven, we just talk about the seven generations down the road. The seven generations for, for the rest of the nation will be still paying for the taxes that they spent in the last uh, 10, 15 years. So this is, the money isn't coming from, from somewhere. Some guy's got to pay back. So, so I don't know. That's why I, I think a lot of people don't like like to hear me talk about these things because they don't want to. They don't want to know the truth. They don't want to. to they think that they're uh, they're the elite. There is not affecting up. You know, we'll let those guys that are the minorities or the, the poor people. They'll be the ones that that will suffer, no, everybody's gonna suffer right now. I don't care how rich you are. And when when the community is expanded because of all the illegal, illegal people that are here in this country, they're not here to look for work, they're here to get freebies. 
they come over here because because they're wanted somewhere else for the criminal activities, but we welcome them in there and they don't get prosecuted. Even Indian did that out there, you know, they're, they're gonna go after an Indian and they'll lock him up for the rest of his life. I mean, you wanna talk about minority groups. Uh, uh, the, the American Indian has been very, very dormant and quiet for the last 500 years. You don't, they try, to stand for their rights, but uh, they get kicked down right away. Look, look at the, the recent group called the AIM movement. They had a different approach to it, but they did not, uh, they did not have the support of what these other guys, the, the Black Lives Matter movement is just a front for the rich people and also these other ones too. It's a competitive thing that they want to do. And uh, so, if somebody is smart enough to say and call me up and set me down and say, Moody, you're wrong, here's a real real thing it is, I'm willing to sit down and listen to that. I'm willing to sit down and say, well, tell me what is the real reason. So far, I've had that out there, but nobody has actually come down and tell me, you're wrong. Here's what the real reason is. The United States government is a good person, I mean, good outfit. That's why they're here to help you. I said, yeah, okay, but why didn't they, why didn't they do that with the American Indian community for the last three, 400 years? So I've been there, I've seen it. I've seen what they have done. A lot of people have never been, never been exposed to that type of treatment. And so I think that Everybody's going to go through that, and uh, but who's going to stop them? See, that's the thing. Who's going to stop them? You can't go over there and depend on Congress. You can't depend on the executive part of it because look what they did to the guy that tried to to do good things. And now you go to the Supreme Court. I, you know, I've never seen a whole bunch of people that are so like like the rest of them. So I don't know. I do not know what the whole agenda is. Now, one of the things that will happen is that even if people are awakening right now, what are they gonna what are they gonna see? The other thing too is that. I was working with many, many different groups on the disclosure project. And one of the, the uh, parts of the disclosure project was that once that, once you break that, that uh, wall or it's just like a dam, you, you, you break the, you put a dent in the, in the dam and then the water will start flowing and everything come out. This is another way to stop the disclosure of all these crooks that are having doing business. You look at Joe Biden. I mean, how come they didn't go after him before he ran for, I mean, while he was still running for president? Because everybody's probably in on it. Look at all the, the, the justice guys. Look at, look at the Supreme what do you call it, the, the attorney general and his group, why did they hold back on a lot of things when they had the evidence? What about the laptop? Laptop that had that information on that. So 
I'm, I'm a simple person. I look at terms in terms of logic. I look at it in terms of common sense. How come they did not do that? And the reason is that all they're all connected in some way. That's all the things that you can come up with. So, so if you're gonna, if you want to talk about education, what are you gonna do to convince that education is good when everything that they have done is wrong? This is one thing that, if I was a teacher, I would walk out, look for another job, become a ditch digger or something because they don't care. This country doesn't care about education. Why do we have an education czar? What's her, what's her business being in there to be a cabinet secretary for education? What's her role? So we've had that, you know, I think one of the, the, the first guys would, uh, I can't remember who the first, I think it was Bill Bennett was that education czar. Why, why do you have people like that? All it is is a waste of money. I can run it. If I can do it for free and I can say, here's what, what you guys need to teach your kids. And I'm not an educator, but I know I've done practical work and I can see things throughout my whole career. I've seen what works and what doesn't work. But we're going to have a very hard time trying to convince people to go back and educate themselves again, especially what they have done. And uh, unless they, if they're brain dead, like this whole education system started out to do is to make people be like cheap. So I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just not connecting with something, I don't know. Clifford, that was so much, good information and you answered a lot of questions I was going to ask. You know, I'll agree with pretty much everything that you're saying because one of the big ones just on the education front and studying that, that was one of the things that I was very curious about. And there's a heavy influence uh, by Rockefeller designing the education. You kind of saw that mm -hmm. and it's a deliberate dumbing down. And in my generation, it was, it was very much enforced with obedience and obeying authority and not questioning. Mm -hmm. And so if you can design the education, you can influence a whole generation. And if you look up psychological operations, which for me was something I was very curious about and saying, whoa, why wouldn't education be the best thing for us? Why wouldn't we be very excited about it? Then you realize that the people designing it had a certain agenda to put forth. And you would have experienced this in the Native American communities where why would they take kids um, from their families, you know, and then force them into other, um, other education and public schools. But then there's, so I'm gonna throw a lot of stuff at you for you to kind of chime in and, and get your views. Um, but then you go into what we're experiencing now with the healthcare. And, and like you said, it's nothing new under the sun. These are old systems. You were talking at the beginning about Black Lives Matter and, and the origins of that and who funded that, these old systems mm -hmm. um, using the same thing when you figure out who funds them and what's going on there. And right now what we're seeing with this healthcare and taking away people's rights, it's very interesting because, you know, again, it's a Rockefeller influence or this mm -hmm. healthcare mafia. And so 
you know, back in the day with the Flexner report, that's basically when he hijacked holistic medicine. And from, I would imagine, Native American history, you would have had an herb or something to fix whatever. You wouldn't have allopathic medicine back then, you know, or, or very little of it. And so now what we're looking at is this forced vaccine agenda and all this kind of stuff moving forward. And what I've been saying to people is that if you're on the side of taking away someone's rights, so like in for, forcing them to have this vaccination, forcing them to do anything, you're probably on this side of the oppressor. Normally, if you're on the side of the government, you're probably on the side of the oppressor. And I can just imagine how ludicrous that would be to you know, come and say, you need to come take these medicines when you have a whole nother understanding. You had a whole different culture, a whole different school system, a whole different education system. Who's to say if it's um, better or worse, but it's pretty obvious now that it was probably a lot better, but they forcefully take you out and put you into public schools to learn an indoctrination system and then forget that past and those teachings. And so it does feel like that's what we're in right now on a very large scale. And well, I'll just kind of say quickly, when you were talking about the plane analogy, are you talking about um, them like trying to take down Trump? Um, and like in the plane and, you know, it's interesting that you say that because we've had conversations and when I was in, in March, I was like, oh, I think this is, this is about the election. Um, very interesting. And so if you look at all the, the things behind the scenes, it becomes pretty clear that that's probably the aim of what's going on. But what's been fascinating is that if you were to say anything, if you basically don't say that Trump is the worst person in the world, you're automatically a racist bigot, you know, and they, people just kind of go off on you when you're like, okay, well, we just want to know what the truth is. And, you know, was there, you know, what's the truth about anything, you know, was there voter fraud or not, yeah. you know, and he, if Trump gets in, is he going to be for the people or not? Is he going to be held accountable? Is Biden for the people or not? But does his, his past matter? And even beyond the left or right of, of what's happening in the, in the United States, how are we going to go back to a system or is it even possible to go into a system that makes sense and that allows people liberties? You know, there's obviously a lot of things that need to be upgraded in the Native American communities, but you've also spoken a lot about the Bureau of Indian Affairs and how it's not really set up like that, that there's a lot of corruption there as well. So what do you see on the side of solutions and, and kind of adding on to anything I just shared there? Well, you know, when, when we first started talking about uh, when COVID first started way back in uh, February, March, and I think what you i think i said at that time that said this is just a this is they threw they tried everything they tried the the golden shower they tried the taxes they tried the the uh what do you call it to get rid of him by uh get rid of trump by uh impeachment so they said that there's going to be be something now that uh, because they failed in all of those things, and so they're going to come with a, a new new plan because that's that's all it was. And at that time, I think I stated that, if I recall, I said, "Oh, this is just another attempt to to get rid of Trump. It's about the election because," and uh, they they never gave up. And uh, in one of those podcasts way back in the uh, 2000s when when Biden, I mean, uh, when Biden was still vice president with Obama, and uh, I, I was at a MUFON 
meeting and I talked about what uh, his history about Obama was, uh, the, which was told me when I was 18 years old, because he was born in 1961, Obama was. And that's when the grandmothers and the elders of the, the, my tribe said that there's a, a person that's born this year that's gonna become the president of the United States and he's gonna destroy the nation. And, uh, and then when I was walking out the doors and then he's gonna be black. <laughs> you know, I said, these grandmothers are crazy. And that's when I was 18 years old. And when, when that happened, you, I could see that, because they, they told me a lot of stuff. See, this is one thing that I, the, a lot of people in this country do not have any respect for is the information systems that the, the true Native Americans have. I'm talking about the, the reservation people that, are, don't, that don't put on a headdress and, and put on a, a Hollywood crap to, to go out there and say, I'm a chief. I'm talking about the real Indian leaders which you never hear of or see. That's where I got my training from, but they know a lot of this stuff. Now I saw on the, I started looking at the, um, the YouTube about a lot of these evangelists, you know, the, the Bible, Bible thumping people and, and uh, they, they started talking about it. And now all this stuff that they talked about is, does not seem to be true. So, I said, well, I wonder what it is. And they, they sugarcoat a lot of that stuff. In our world, we don't sugarcoat anything. You know, we tell it the way the truth is. That's why they attain the level of the, being the elder spokesman. We don't have, we don't listen to those people anymore because the Bureau of set up the, uh, the, the mini uh, constitutional governments on all Indian reservations under what they call the Indian Reorganization Act of 1934, which was put together by the Roosevelt administration. And then uh, right after that, when Eisenhower took over, he was going to get rid of all the Indians and rid of the Indian land. So, so I'm very familiar with the law with the history of those things and this is and I was I used to be part of that system where I had to go to the Bureau of Indian Affairs school where they treated us like like prisoners and uh and uh, even the ones that are my you know a little older than me including my parents that they had to go put up with that and they were <laughs> it, it was it, it would make them like uh, like like Nazis, how they did those things. Because I, and when you study history, you find out not only on both sides the fake side of what the American government put together, and when you go there, you compare notes and you ask for the guys that were really there. It's night and day. So what they wrote about is garbage. It's just to cover their butt. And what the real stuff is that. That's where you learn how to decipher. So this is why I go into this. I don't need a book. I don't need to go on the internet. I don't even know how to get on the internet. So what I do is that I talk, you know, you can tell. I remember when we were talking at that time, I said, 
right before COVID hit, all animals in my my property over here left. The birds left. The crow, even the crows left. And I said, "What is happening?" And then that that's what happened. They knew about what's going. No. Now when I talk like this, they think I'm crazy. And then then the and but there's a lot of things that uh, a lot of people have made up, especially the ones that got uh, crap or alphabet behind their name. If you have a PhD on in, in behind your name, then then nobody questions you. And so, but you know, like uh, when like like that that uh, that guy that uh, Trump depended on Dr. Fauci or whatever that guy's name is. Now that guy is so so evil just by looking at his picture. I would imagine if I met him in person, I would know immediately that that guy was is an evil character. And and I don't hold anything back because uh, these are the type of people that they, they depend on to uh, use their game plan to get things across the line. And, and it's all about money. It's got nothing to do with this. It's got nothing to do with I care for the people or I love my fellow. It's got nothing to do with it, how much money you have. And, I'm, and I'll lie all you want me to lie about it. As long as you give me some money and I'll lie. That's the way I look at those type of people. I have no respect for those people because I went through a went through a, a, a educational process of those people that were real educators, real scientists, real doctors, not one of these political hacks that they have. And uh, I don't care if he's sitting right here, I would tell him the same thing. Here's what I think about it. Not prove me wrong. So we're gonna go through, this nation is gonna go through some very, very hard times. Simply, it's got nothing to do with anything. It's just simple logic. Okay, we're gonna go through famine. You cannot eat pills forever and be nourished. You cannot eat man-made food and maintain the stability of your mind, your body, your spirit. And where are you gonna get all the money? That, uh, well, how are you gonna heat your houses when Biden shuts down the coal industry? the gas production industry, uh, and where, where, where are you gonna get uh, food when, so this is, this is, I mean, where are you gonna get food to feed all those people that will come into this country? So you have to look at things in a very logical way rather than in ideology, in uh, promises that they made, because that's all it is, is that all politicians lie just to get into an office. And once they get in there, they forget about everybody else. I mean, I don't care if it's a local local mayor here in, in town or, or, or the state governor or whatever. I don't trust any of those people because they're not those type of people that you want in power. And here's the other thing too. You don't have to have qualifications 
be a politician. You don't have to have any any background of anything that is truthful to be a politician. So these are the ones that are running. And so what it is is that we have a, a copycat organizations in on Indian reservations. And the education system on the Indian part does not exist anymore because it was outlawed in many ways by way back in the 18 and 1900s. The ways that we did our rituals and all that, which didn't fit their agenda, so they had to get rid of it. So, well, anyway, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, you're a popular man, Clifford. You know, I, I'm agreeing with everything that you're, you're saying. I, I've seen the same things, and I've been fortunate enough to be around you and watch you present and how you think and um, all these different groups that we go into and, and the difference between being around you, um, having that education, the scientific background, the engineering background, and, you know, people with maybe surface level knowledge and they haven't gone into the real world to apply it. Uh, one of the examples you shared with me once, and I think this was when we were in Washington, you said, you know, in engineering, a lot of these people with the PhDs will come up and they'll show you your drawings or whatever. It's like, that's really great that you're, you've done this, but it's not going to work. You, you can't, you can't do it like that when you bring it out into the real world. And so you make a lot of great points. And I like when you talked about Dr. Fauci, because maybe he's the, the best guy in the entire world. But when you look at logic, you listen to what he's saying, and then a little common sense, you're like, that guy could potentially just sell out for money. And it always has to do with money. It was their money to be made in their thing. And so we have a girl in Canada, and I hate politics. I just started looking at it, all this stuff, because I was forced to, to want to figure out what the truth was. We have a girl named Christia Freeland, and I literally framed a, a picture, and I posted it the other day. I said, is it just me, or do these people actually look evil? Like you can tell, and when you have a conversation with two people, one person trying to be reasonable, like you said there, you say, hey, you know what? You can prove me wrong. Although obviously you're upset and you can, you can like, you know, I would be upset if you're trying to like, with what's going on, I'm, I'm upset. But if you can show me some better evidence and create a compelling argument with logic and reason, then I'm open to having my mind changed. But that never mm -hmm. happens because what they're yeah. actually doing they're using manipulation to enforce and oppress you. That's the actual truth. So they don't want to have a conversation. That's not what they do. They use um, get, uh, guilting and shaming and, and all this nonsense. You know, it's, it's a logical argument versus an emotional argument. And now the emotion mostly is based on fear. And so people aren't being rational. They don't, they don't really know what is going on. And you've talked a little bit about um, Biden and I looked into a little bit, you know, and people definitely don't like you talking about politics or or anything on the left. But you know, when I looked into it, I was like, holy! I found out that he was really, really wealthy. And so my thought with politics is that, you know, anybody could sell it for money. Like you said, they're always looking for number one. And once you take that paycheck, whether it comes from a pharmaceutical company, whether that comes from somebody who's got a vested interest, you stop looking out for the people's best interest. Some people out there. You know, they think that Trump is uh, the worst person ever to walk the face of the earth. Some people believe he's kind of getting rid, rid of some of these swamp characters. And you've, you've called uh, the government the swamp yourself. I'm just curious, do you think that um, 
the United States would be better or worse depending on which candidate were to get in because I still think it's out there? Or do we need to go beyond that political structure? Because when I look at the independent journalists around the world, most of them are hoping that Trump gets in because they think that this globalist agenda, these people with really powerful um, connections, they want to enforce the vaccines and put us into this dystopian nightmare future. And we know that because there's whole books written on it. Klaus Schwab wrote a book called The Great Reset. He's one from World Economic Forum. You can read what they want to do. You know, it's it's public. It's not hidden. And so it does look like he's resisting that in some way. And I'm just curious what your views are on um, on him and Biden and solutions. Well, I can I can uh, tell you about my experiences. You can be the best person for for what you want to do in, in that capacity of what that position is. The the thing about it is that this well let's let's call let's let's take Washington. It's a swamp because there's a lot of bad creatures in that swamp, and it did not. It did not take overnight. It, it took a long time. 1776 is a long time from now. So it doesn't make any difference how you, and I, and I say this because I, I've, I've had this from experience. I've walked into organizations, especially in the, as an engineer, and that knows how to do that type of work. When you get in there, there's a whole bunch of people that I, I had to come in and they had been sitting there for ages. And I'm the new kid on the block that walked in there and I wanted to straighten things out according to what I had been trained to do and what my professional aptitudes were about correcting things. But there's always that, what I call the dark forces that are always there and there, it doesn't make any difference who, uh, how they got there. But the thing about it is that it's got to go through a very, this nation has to go through a big cleansing. Okay, they, Washington, D.C. Is, is, uh, is, is a big, big home for all kinds of venomous snakes. Uh, in order to run an organization, you have to clean up the mess. In, uh, I look at I look at Biden, I mean uh, Trump. Look at who had to deal with all the people in his high positions were all. I don't care if it's Comey. I don't care if it's uh, that Mickey Mouse guy that uh, the deer in the headlights that people appointed as a uh, attorney general, Jeff Sessions. That guy just like, he's walked off some type of a, from somewhere, he didn't even know what the hell is going on. When you have people like them, or when you have people like that around you, how in the hell are you gonna accomplish the damn thing? I had to go through that when, when I was taking on some big, big projects. So you don't get, you can never, ever get rid of a government employee. It's almost impossible. And so, so if, if he had the time, I think this was going to be his, 
the second uh, term agenda was to to really clean the swamp totally just to blow it up but they knew that too because his own people were spying on him and this is where a lot of, if you look at the warfare if you look at a lot of history of how people got their uh, the downfall is always that person that was in there you thought that he, he acted like your good friend or your best friend but he had a whole bunch of them and he couldn't get anybody to work because they were all entrenched in that that thing called i have the power and i want some more money and i, I gotta take care of all the people that put me into this position so he did not have an opportunity to clean house because he had so damn much to do and he and then he doesn't have any, he didn't have any help these other guys his group in in congress they weren't helping him they, they put a smile on their face they go over there and shake his hand oh yeah but they're sticking him in the ribs you know it, it's so obvious how come people can't see that if you look at the on the other side of this thing, the other cat is Joe Bite Me. Uh, he's never done a damn thing for 57, 47 years. He was there in in Washington D.C. In my opinion, that guy has does not have the mental capacity to fight his way out of a wet paper bag because he was set up from day one from somebody and he's a damn liar he doesn't even know what planet he's on but how can you trust somebody like that i'm not gonna you know i made a i made a podcast here just recently or or video i guess it was i said if i was in the united states military and I am a proud man, and I trained to be take care of my country, and and took an oath of officer. I said, if I had enough years, I would go ahead and retire. And if I was there, I would or resign my position if I was an officer. And even if I stayed there, I do not have any respect for the commander in chief because of what he is. He's a crook. And he has absolutely no interest in humankind, much less a nation. So why should I salute that guy when he is the village idiot? That's my personal thing. And, and I, have, I had to put up with a lot of people like that. And I did not fight them because it's, no, it's not worth it. So I resigned my position. Because I've, I've had people that expected me to do things that is not right according to the engineering, engineering principles, profession, and all that. And I told him, I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, well, you have a choice. Either you do it or we're going to get rid of you. I said, you don't have to worry about it. I said, I'm gone. I'm leaving. Because, see, this is the thing about it is that what people have in this, what the people's attitude about in this country is that it's all about material gain and power they don't have the respect for themselves 
to leave a, a resign a post or whatever uh, because they're so entrenched in being this guy that I gotta make power because I want the power and I want the money. So this is where everybody's caught in, in that thing. Now, here's what's gonna happen. When the economy goes to shit, they're not, they're not gonna, we'll all be equal. You know, people, people drive by the guy that's standing there in the homeless with a sign saying, please help. Under Biden, we're going to have more people out there looking for food than ever before. And uh, this is where the famine and now everybody becomes equal. Because where are you going to get all the jobs? Because he's going to transfer them back out. Right now, all the mom and pop stores have closed. You can't even go visit your family during Thanksgiving. So that's worse than communism. So it's the people that are gonna be affected and hopefully they'll wake up. But if not, they're doomed. This is this is it. This is this is the end of the road. According to the uh, if you look at some of my lectures on Indian prophecies, especially the Hopi, the Zunis and all that. We're at that point. We're already in that stage. And this is nothing that was made up. This has been going on for thousands of years that they knew about this thing. And they knew about when the white man was going to come. They knew about the first black man that walked here was Esteban. That's the one that destroyed our, tried to destroy our nation. So it's a repetition. History repeats itself. And then remember that uh, George Santana, you know, people that don't know their history are doomed for failure because they'll make the same mistakes. We're on that route again. Now, here's something that's one thing that's really scary. This thing, what do you call it? The, um, the, the COVID, um, when they start shooting you up with these chemicals. They already have the technology that they can put in, into your bloodstream. In 1991 at Sandia Laboratories, they created a little machine, it's an organic machine. It's, it's, it's real tiny. The the way that you can see it is under a microscope. It's got little gears in there that you shoot up a vein and it travels up to your brain. And, and you can put in any attachments into there and then you can, you can control that. It's just like right now, you, you remember the biblical prediction of the, the sign? We've already got that. You pick up anything in your house, and there's a barcode on there already. Yeah, we got the mark of the beast with the 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 vaccines, and and even uh, the you know the crazy thing about that. There's lots of crazy things, but the patent is literally oh six oh six oh six, which is insane. (laughs) Uh, Put put a chip in you. You can't even make it up. It's 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 unbelievable. No, it's, it's it's here. So so you take somebody that is very 
like I say, IQ one below a rock like Biden. And he'll sign anything because he's not here. And they'll use him, use him for their agenda. And he's, he's just like a lot of people say he's a good horse. And then once he's through, he's not gonna, if, he, if they put him in as president, he's already, he's already on what we call in the Indian world, he's on the other side now. He's not here with, in, in three-dimensional world anymore. He, he doesn't even know well, what day of the week it is, or what cities he's in, and uh, and he uh, he changes his uh, speech at for the moment when when they, his I think his earpiece goes to hell, and he doesn't even know what he's talking about. So that in itself is very scary. So and they're going to use him. China's going to use him. Who's going to use him? And, you. and then uh, the 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 vice president. She's not even a she's not even an African American. She's she's from Jamaica and she's from India, but she got in like like uh, Elizabeth Warren tried to tell us that she's an Indian, American India. I mean, what's what's with these damn people? If she was an Indian for 24 hours, she won't even last. So this is this is what. I mean, uh, I I'm not. Uh, I you know I was very very. Uh, I went along with the America and agenda for many many years. I think I took it took advantage of the opportunities. While people were bitching and moaning and laying around and being lazy, I took the opportunity. But real little did I realize that I would learn a lot about it. That that is not true. When you spend twenty or more years in Washington D.C. and you see these people that how they operate, it is very sickening. And I used to say that when I used to come back to my house and. In Zuni, America, I had to take three showers because it is so rotten over there. It's just because I was not born and raised like that. And, and and they lie to each other. They never work. Government employees never work. They just they just figure out how to get more money. And, and people ought to people ought to follow some some person maybe for a week and see how much work they actually do. They don't do anything. Just how much, how much, it's just like, it's just like a, it, the stock market deals with stock and trade and all that. In the government of the United States, all they deal with how much money, how, how much money are we gonna make if we create this war? How much money are we gonna do if we put a threat over there about you know, so-called this country is invading this. Let's make those two fights so we can make money. It's the same old game plan that's that's been on for thousands of years. So, and we, the people, if if people were very united, if people would get together and come April 15th, they don't pay a penny on their taxes. 
that will be the greatest thing that ever happened. Everybody, 100% of the people that wage earners, they don't pay taxes. And that will be a great day on April 15th. But no, they're not going to do that because they're scared. They've been scared. They've been, they've been, so it, it's, I don't know how, how to explain to these people. I say, so I ask my audience a lot of times, what are you guys scared of? What are you scared of? And they are scared because they're because they have been pounded with this thing for years, generation after generation. In 1950s, that's what Eisenhower did to the American Indian under the Indian Determination Act. He was going to get rid of all the Indians, but where are they going to go? And so this is the guy that was the supreme commander during the Second World War and all the Indian boys went, were drafted. Most of them drafted, busted their guns off, killed, they, their buddies got killed and all that. So they come home and said, I'm going to get rid of you. They said, but sir, you're our supreme commander. You're supposed to take care of me. I'm a veteran. I'm a soldier. I don't care. These are the attitudes. I mean, these are facts. Nobody, if you really don't believe me, go back and find out. Look for the Google, the Indian Self-Determination Act of 1954. When he was the president, he was going to get rid of all. That's where the relocation program came about. He sent all the Indians out to cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, Denver. And when they got there, they were like strangers. And, and, and so uh, that's what, that's what happens when you try to help out uh, your national directors of whatever. You after after they use you, then they'll get rid of you. And now everybody's going to be in the same boat. And I don't know if they're going to like it or not. The reason that the reason that uh, uh, Joe Biden me is going to open the borders is because he wants some cheap Mexican labor to take care of all his five houses and I, I don't know how many islands he's got in the in Florida or the Bimini Islands or whatever so see you can't trust those people yeah Clifford you know you, you bring up a lot of really important points but uh, you're you're dangerously close to uh, pro Trump because if you're pro Trump you're basically a racist so I don't know how that will work for you but uh, well, you know, let, you know. Me, let me tell you one thing I, uh, I don't care uh, you you judge a man by what he does and uh, what he did was that you know first of all he walked in there with with a heavy uh, uh, bureaucracy that was going to attack him. But I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not a politician. I never took sides on on politicians. I don't even vote. The reason I, somebody asked me why why should I vote? I mean, how come you don't vote? I said because my vote doesn't mean anything. Look what happened. If I had voted, you would be one of those uh, dumpsters with uh, thirty-five thousand other other ballots that were they put in the, the trash dumps. 
So what's the point in voting? Because they already figured, they already knew who was going to win. They already set it up like that. Well, one of the, you know, if that's kind of how you feel about it, I did a lot of research on on the voting and it, it does look like the evidence of fraud is going to come out and, and meet the Supreme Court. And I actually found out that Seidel was influenced by Rockefellers and they were using that as well. So they, they've got their hands in the pie everywhere. But, you know, a lot of people, they can't grasp how that's possible. You just got to understand that at, at those point in time, like early 1900s and before, if you've got a thousand times the wealth of anybody else, you can control yeah. and centralize everything. And so, um, you know, when people can understand that, you realize how much power and influence you can have. And the problem right now, you, you've alluded to it, and I'll just break it down to how I understand it. Um, you know, the first problem we have is the education of laziness. People just want that quick fix. They don't do any research. They also basically believe what they're told. They believe authority. They don't dig past the headlines. They don't even understand. You know, I think another one is they don't understand they're being manipulated or targeted. They're believing the news. They're believing all these different things without questioning. Then they don't know the history. They don't know the true history because now what we're seeing, um, even in general, uh, history is hard to figure out, that, like you said, listening to both sides to know what the truth is. But now we have full-on censorship, so everything's going to get deleted. I'm sure I'm going to have to put this just on my academy um, and not on YouTube because they're just going to delete it and pull it down. I've been censored, blocked, blocked. Uh, every public platform I can't go on. So they're erasing it. They're doing a book burning. So even if you're not lazy, so yeah, so they, so only we own, so they can oppress and, and ensure that their agenda goes forward. And so hopefully there is, there is some evidence to be hopeful of. I have seen, um, you know, some quote unquote resistance and it does look like it's going to go to the Supreme court. And, and if Trump does get in, hopefully he will be for the American people. If Biden gets in, maybe hopefully he's for the American people too. It's just, if you look at his past and all the money he's made, it, it doesn't really look that way. But the crazy thing that we kind of wanted to mention is I remember you and David speaking in Sedona um, a, f- a couple of years ago when Trump first got in, I just laughed because I thought it was funny I didn't, I didn't know American politics. I just kind of thought it was funny because I, I didn't know anything. Now we flash mm-hmm. forward and, and David was saying, you know, we were actually for Trump. Like, you know, he was, he was happy that he was in and the crowd was not pleased with that, right? Because they, they yeah. call him a racist. And if you like Trump, you're a racist. But then we flash forward to now. And I, you're, now it's at the point of losing friends, of people attacking you. Like it's completely absurd what I've experienced on the side of abuse for not just running him through the mud and looking at what he's done. I'm just like, hey, you know what? I don't want forced vaccinations. And he says they're optional. I know the World Health Organization is corrupt because I've done my research on the World Health Organization and they're very, very mm-hmm. corrupt. I think that's a good thing. Um, as far as human trafficking goes, he signed in some legislation to help that. I like those things. Now, I don't think it's the solution that, you know, I think we need to go beyond politics. Um, but on the other side of it, when you see somebody that's really connected to China, a career politician, um, you know, a lot of sketchy things with the laptop and stuff like that, that you want to look into and get um, answers for, it, you can't ask those two questions. But now we've had this really insane experience where this ideology is starting to attack 
and, and you know violence and I know violence, you know, when do you kind of stand up and say, hey, like enough is enough, you got to stop. How can you remain peaceful when people are really trying to oppress you, um, you know, through their words and language and things like that? But then eventually through policy, we're creating, we've already uh, passed or, or we're working on internment camps in Canada. It exists and they're looking to send them out for third party um third-party help to get internment camps in Canada. It's insane. So the only time you have an internment camp is when, in times of war and to lock people up, even though we have the information on how deadly, quote-unquote, COVID is. In Canada, they accidentally released that uh, CTV release that 98% of deaths happened in long-term care facilities. And so they didn't mean to, so they deleted that. So in Canada, 98% are in long-term care facilities with an average death of uh, 80, depending on the province, 82 years to 86 years old. The average life expectancy in Canada is 84. So with that context, it's less scary, but this legislation seems to want to come down and enforce anyway, no travel unless you get these vaccines. And if you speak up about it, anybody trying to oppose that, you basically get ridiculed, you're called a racist, um, you're killing everybody's grandma, and it's a very violent and turbulent place to be. So I'm glad that you can kind of say some of the things for me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's harder to argue with you. A lot more experience, a lot more life expectancy, and a lot more um, cultural challenge, obviously, than me, because it, now another attack is you just can't be white because you're just white privilege. You know, everything is, you know, as a white person, it's just white privilege, even though if you're trying to help, it's, uh, it's, it's craziness out there. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> do you want to make a comment or do I ask you a question? Usually you just get a comment. Okay. Well, I got I a question. Mean... I got a question for you. So you are funny because, um, you know, you look at, all of the different categories of things and you, you can sense the bullshit from the legit stuff because of your experiences both in science and in government mm -hmm. and also spiritual teachings. Some of the people out there are talking about, um, and I'll kind of, they're talking about grand alignments, you know, like the Sedona stuff and the spiritual stuff. And, and some people are saying like, we've got, we're moving into new energies, quote unquote. Now, I know that you think a lot of that kind of stuff is is baloney. So what I'll ask is, do you see anything from from a legitimate uh, spiritual awakening, energetic, or um, opportunity for an individual or mankind to evolve? One of the simple your 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 teachings, from what I understand, and, and same with David and some of the Native Americans, is very grounded, very grounded spiritual teachings. And so one of them that I've seen is that. At the very least, this opportunity when we're all stuck at home, we can reevaluate our priorities, our values, what type of people we are, and what we're going to stand up for. And I feel like all of this is happening because good people aren't standing up. It's like we're just going to kind of – that's one of the manipulations I feel like that's happened in the spiritual community is that it's like we're just so passive. Like it's all fine if we don't do anything, but I think that participation is is required. I think that – we need to actually act and live with integrity. And I'm just curious your thoughts on, on all of that rant. Well, one of the things that this nation has created is so many restrictions of where you can go 
uh, what you can do, especially when it comes down to uh, uh, group meetings of any kind. Uh, if you look at the recent uh, the things that happened during Thanksgiving, you cannot have uh, Thanksgiving dinners with your family. Uh, you cannot participate in going to church anymore because, and, and this COVID is a, is a bunch of crap that they use for, for control. But uh, what, what has happened, and I'm talking about, again, I'm talking about the real Indian spiritual elders or, or even the young people that are what we call the star children. They are not respected because they have been exposed and they have been bought out by the federal government through many different means. One of them is the education that we talked about. The other thing is the technology. The technology being that every kid is not taught how to use uh, the TV screen to create war. So they don't, they don't get any lessons from everyday stuff like uh, my generation did. The other thing too is that uh, you have to, the welfare state has really expanded within the last 10 years. The welfare system is another bait for people to become lazy and they don't have to, they have to go along with what they tell you to do in order to get a free, free paycheck, a free, uh, uh, free food stamps. Uh, then right now what the government is doing now is that they're paying for their fuel for propane or or their oil or whatever in the Indian communities. And they've uh, they've other organizations which was funded by the the rich people because they have the system in place like the churches, for example. The churches and the and other outfits like the military, like the veterans organizations are now involved, which are being paid by the the, the rich people to continue to uh, keep the, the Indians on welfare. Because once they get on welfare, then you can control them better. Because all you have to do is cut off their resource and they say, well, you, and they, they take their names and whatever. And so when they say, well, you have to do this because if you don't do that, we take away food stamps. That is such a evil thing to see. So I think that what's, what's going to happen now is that we as spiritual people have all, are all in agreement uh, the real ones, and there's not there's not very many of us, are all in agreement that that communication between our spiritual uh, connection has been cut off. Uh, it started way back in the old days when they started making the national parks. 
the, the national monuments where we had direct access to the sacred places and they destroyed the, the Bureau of Ethnology and the Smithsonian are the ones that destroyed a lot of those places. So we don't have any more connections. So we don't have that. So we can be easier to manipulate. We don't depend on the great spirit. And, uh, but what is happening is that the technology that uh, is being used right now is especially in the atmosphere. Now, they, uh, people laugh at me a lot of times. He said, because I'm a, I'm a scientist, I'm an engineer. And then at the same time, I talk about spirituality. There are, there are what you guys, what the white people call angels. We call them that painting behind you. Those are our connection to the other worlds. And and they have blockaded a lot of different things. By uh, the Hopis talk about the uh, the spider spider web, which is the internet, because that also um, the, they also opposes the grid system, which our direct communication with the spirit world has always been here. That they blocked off of that the atmospheric conditions which are done by those chemtrails. To this day, I do not, I have not had anybody explain to me the purpose of putting all the heavy metals in the atmosphere. What, why are they doing that? And uh, so the, the, it doesn't make any difference. It's just like cutting off a stream. If you have a holy water place that comes down into your village, which happened in my tribe, we had our holy, I mean, we had our river that used to go through our village where we made connection with the spirit people to the, to the west and from the east. And when they put the dams up there, we no longer had the water to do all the spiritual requirements that we had the water right in, right in the village. So we lost that connection. So if you advance it into right now, what they're doing, especially with the, the, the space program, they also are now cutting off those uh, con connections and they're also putting messages or, or uh, satellites that send false messages out to the other, other receivers throughout the universe or at least in our solar system. So these are the things that uh, have, um, and and on a, at more on the local and ground level is that they're putting in people that are not of the uh, the people that should be in those positions. It's like uh, it's like uh, the analogy that I use is that well. He said, because uh, you worked as a stewardess on a 747 for 20 years, now we're going to promote you to be a pilot of a 747. Just, and that's, the, that's what happened when this equal opportunity uh, came about. You have to have a quota system. The Indians also practice a quota system 
So you get the job, whether you're qualified or not, it's not because of, of what you know, it's who you know. And so that's that has also become, it's uh, the spirituality connection is gone because they put the wrong people in power and I mean, uh, in those positions that do not know the procedures. You can set me in a 747 and I've been traveling for 50 years in an airplane. That doesn't qualify me to be a pilot. But according to the methodologist and the uh, qualification system that they have right now, that's how they put these people in those positions. And most of these guys got their diplomas off the internet. So they have never, they've never operated so a, a 747, but uh, they, they work, they started out with a Game Boy. They started out with uh, playing uh, the, the machines and so they know how to manipulate all that. So now they're, I said, well, you can fly a 747. That's the thing that is happening right now where we're cutting off the connection with what is the spirit people requirements to do that? Yes, they know the prayers because you can memorize them, but it's the practice. I can quote all the scientific principles and all the different science laws in, in, in engineering concepts. But when he says, okay, now you go ahead, now tell me how you built this thing up, just like I told you about that other analogy. You said, I know how to quote, but it's just like the bard. Remember, the, a bard is a person that goes over there and he gets so he puts on his nice little clothes and he goes out there and he's got a scroll and he goes out there and then he starts, he's such, got such an eloquent voice and he's got beautiful costume and all that. And he rolls him up back up he does his thing, everybody claps, he walks back up and you meet him in the hallway and he said, excuse me, he said, well, what, what did you mean when you said those things? And he'll tell you, I said, I don't know. I said, I was hired to read this stuff. I was, I'm, I'm not hired to learn this stuff, I'm hired to read this stuff. That's the way I look at a lot of these people, especially in, in, in health professions. Uh, we have a we have a school in Sedona. You can uh, put in your five thousand dollars. In two weeks, you can get a a degree in metaphysics, and you can go out there. You can uh, you can save the world by spirituality and concepts, and and you may throw in another extra five hundred dollars so you can be a Reiki master. So now you got these qualifications and you're now you're out there, you're an expert on this thing. So this is one thing that's wrong with this, with this country. We don't have the right people that are in the right jobs. And uh, so we don't, uh, I don't, that's, it doesn't look good right now because the violation has been made by many, many different things. Because again, going back to the American Indian system of, of uh they were bought out with money 
and material stuff, and especially ego. And, and so they sold out. So it's very hard to have. Uh, when you say, well, I'm going to go see a, a medicine person, I'm going to go see a spiritual elder, and then he goes over there and he carries a pipe. And so, oh, this is Black Elk's pipe. I'm a, uh, a Black Elk was a chief, and so I got his pipe. And he was out and said, well, wait a minute. I talked to these other guys. They also have, they told me that they have Black Elk's pipe. How many pipes did Black Elk have? And what I know about Black Elk is that he only had one pipe. Why does 77 other people have the same pipe? So this is the question that I have is that what is going on with this world? So this spiritual connection is, is uh, another way of uh, something that the government had introduced many times to be a fake anything that they want. I call Sedona Ubu town because of that. You put on a headdress and you can be a you can be a chief. And so I don't know. It's it's very difficult for me because I had to I had to uh, learn. And so I guess in a way it irritates me to to hear people saying that I'm an expert in this thing, but they never even never experienced anything like that. So, but this nation is is like that too. So you you gotta look at it. And my my argument, or not my argument, but my statement on a lot of these things is that if there is only one God, and we American Indians call him Creator, how come if there's only one God, we have a hundred and ten thousand religions in the world? And, you know, something just doesn't fit. So that that's basically what it is. It, I guess it's it's uh, it's what you want to make, and I it's it's a, the same old thing that this country has uh, evolved into. It's, uh, it's all fakery, just like fake news and other stuff. So it's very hard to it's hard to believe anymore, or which is true and which not true, or what is not true. This whole thing about the thing that this nation is going through right now is that within another after January 20th, nobody cares about what happened. They'll just say, what's in it for me? So, just hold on to your horses, son. It's going to be a rough ride. <laughs> oh, wow, Clifford. Well, you shared a lot. Um, you know, one of the things I saw recently, Mark Passio is a very interesting person. I, he's come up a lot and I finally got digging through his stuff. And this guy apparently was a priest in the church of Satan for 10 years. And he talks mm -hmm. about some of the things that he would share when he was, when he was doing that. And one of them was um, this agenda to roll out this kind of spiritual manipulation and almost sit there and do nothing and be passive. And you've kind of earned the right kind of what you're talking about. And I've, mm -hmm. I've seen that. And, you know, I, I think for me, I was lucky I had a martial arts background where you had to apply the knowledge, right? Because I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, the visualization and the spiritual stuff that helps. Um, yeah. But I've never been able to get something for nothing. 
You know what yeah. I mean? There has to be this training and execution element. And I think I wavered, you know, back and forth where like, oh, maybe I'd be a little bit too optimistic in the teaching and hopeful. Um, but always the martial arts grounded is you have to go test it. It's the same with yeah. martial arts. I use that analogy where everybody thinks they're the greatest fighter in the planet um, without, without ever trying, right? But then you get into combat and then when you test it, you get to see where you are with those skills. And I think it's very important with the, the spiritual teachings as well. How do we find these mm -hmm. grounded teachings to, that are effective and not be misled? Because there's, there's a lot of agenda out there to confuse and to manipulate. So it can be challenging. So I'd love to have your advice on, you, you gave some great advice in some past podcasts, but to connect to spirit, and, uh, you know, into doing something for humanity, because for me, if I look at something like human trafficking or I look at something like someone getting manipulated or all these atrocities, one of the other one, I think the, the amount of people who died of starvation this year was eight or nine million. I think it's on average 9.1 million people. Well, mm -hmm. with these global events, it'll be more. And I almost feel helpless to do anything, you know, but I would like to contribute in some sort of meaningful way, not, not wishful thinking, but it, but an actual meaningful way. So I'm just curious if you had any insights on that and then I'll, I'll ask you. Um, and then if there's anything else that you, we haven't covered that you really want to talk about, please go ahead. Well, one of the things that uh, this, uh, we had an, uh, an opportunity in the last six, seven months to actually sit down and uh, talk with each other on a one-on-one -on -one basis, especially with the family units. And uh, it never happened. And the reason it never happened was because that uh, it's not, it was, it was um, com confusing because of a lot of disinformation that was channeled into the homes and we're also uh, addictive to our cell phones. So the people do not talk to each other. But people has to start talking to each other again on very heart-to-heart -heart chats about opening yourself up and to, because talk is very important because that means that you care about another person. Uh, because it's a heart-to-heart -heart talks are very important because uh, we have been trained to be uh, to hold back a lot of things, our emotions, our thoughts, and uh, and we are not taught how to pray anymore. And so these are the things that you have to uh, start talking and and go don't go into this other things like which which is the things that are. Uh, manipulated into our brains through many different ways, especially the media. I don't I don't I quit I don't even watch TV anymore. Uh, I watch the documentaries and movies, but because all this other stuff, the news channels are all garbage. Uh, because the, you can't trust them. Same way with the newspapers. So it used to be that it was one way of getting information, but not anymore because it, they're all opinions now. They're not news. And But uh, when you talk with each other, you've got to start going back into, especially about your people, about 
way back when they were children because that brings into focus a lot of what their their hopes and dreams were when they were that age and when they were the happiest and uh, it also let out some of the things that uh, bothered them for especially within their immediate families a lot of people I talked to are had some very very bad experiences especially and I did not realize that it was so bla I mean it was so massive throughout the, throughout the whole system of uh, family disorders so that and then the other thing too is that uh, you have to start within your own way of connecting with whatever your whoever your higher being is and this is where uh, you learn a lot about yourself and be uh, and go back into the disciplinary practices that you have forgotten about and to to uh, learn how to avoid the trash that is bombarded into us almost on a everyday basis and don't believe in anybody because do your own research do your own homework and uh, don't believe everything that anybody tells you ever again because we've seen what happened and uh, it's happening right now we just didn't see it at a massive scale because they were they were hidden under the in the background for a long time but now it's up front it's up front and there's no shame in being a liar a thief a cheat there's no more as a matter of fact i think they they reward them uh people are rewarded for being that type of individual so that's not the human way that's not the spiritual way so you got to go back there and look at your own principles of how you feel about how you're going to take care of because in order to take care of the to fix the world you got to fix yourself first and so this is a, one of the hardest things that i have to teach people and one of the things that i do and this really sad is that we're all all addicted to this to our cell phones and from on the, the media that is all every day introducing things especially right now now you i don't have any control on whatever comes on my my computer i mean my laptop i got no control over on my iphone so so this is what you have to do is you go back in the basics learn how to talk with each other again and show a lot of love with other humans and to start helping each other because that's the, that's what's going to save us the government's not going to save you basic yeah wow absolutely it it always comes back to the basics and the manipulation is incredibly challenging and I think that the basics are incredibly challenging right now because the divide and conquer technique is is incredible. Um, I've lost I think two new two or three new friends uh, recently, and uh, one of them, you know, the their what they wrote me was just so ridiculous and and absurd. And what happens is once that manipulation gets in there, they just project this thing onto you. 
and it's so it's so insane and so i've been trying to figure out is it possible for me to kind of if it's a divide and conquer it's like well the only way for me to not have that experience is to bend the knee to their ignorance right and i love uh the the distinctions like ignorance is like just ignoring a bunch of evidence you know what i mean they're ignoring all this stuff mm-hmm. or i i tell the truth and unfortunately, telling the truth does work on the divide and conquer type of thing, but at least it honors my connection with myself and my own truth and trying to be helpful and also tolerant. And so what I guess what what would you recommend on, on one of those, like on a little bit of a deeper aspect? Because I agree with what you're saying, but right now we're having all this vicious, vicious attack, you know, and people cutting – this is part of their propaganda. If you look through on Twitter and because I've studied manipulation and propaganda and how it works – they're using these language patterns saying, cut these people out of your life, you know, I mean, get rid of them. And so my thought is the only thing we really can do is be a person of kindness, compassion, and integrity, um, but also stand up for what's right in a, in a nonviolent way. But I'm curious if, if you ha- have any thoughts on that, because it's incredibly challenging right now. Well, it's just like, what's that saying? If you got friends like that, uh, <laughs> who needs enemies, you know, they, the uh, the thing about it is that they're they're frustrated because they're they're part of that manipulation that have been exposed to that it's the uh, the movie that they made the invasion of the body snatchers and so that that they have they have it's it's the disease that was brought about. And I would I would consider that a technological disease that they have manipulated their brain structure to think like that, and they lose all connections within their own own uh, psyche and, and their their common sense because they they have been it's, it's a very uh, manipulative uh, torture that they have. Been, they go through on a daily basis, and and they become angry because they're not getting they're not getting attention to what everybody should believe them to be, and so they they take it out on everybody else. So that 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 type of thing, uh, you know, I don't have any reason for to be around those people because I'm not I'm not in that type of uh, work or business, but it's very hard to. Uh, put up with that i i left my tribe because of that same thing and uh they uh little that they really know that all, all i was trying to do was help them with the, the vast amount of knowledge that i learned and i wasn't asking for any money or any power or any any trophy or anything all i wanted to do is that you need some help and i'm here to help you but then again, they probably thought that I was like the government, you know, he's just lying to us. But so anyway, it's it's very hard. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, those type of people. Uh, I think the reason I don't know that much is when people used to treat me like that, I just, just turn around and walk away. And I, and, uh, but in some, some professions, you can't afford to do that, especially when you're still working to make a living, you can't afford to do that. So you just have to deal with it, roll with the punches, and because there's always a 
there's always a better day and there's always something on the other side of that darkness which people are waiting for. You gotta look at it in those terms. So what if you lose two or three people? There's there's more on the other side that will go along. I mean, waiting for that answer and because they don't have the capacity to uh, approach those things. So these are the people that you gotta look at on the positive side. Be positive about a lot of things. I mean, you know, I I have I have many enemies, but it doesn't bother me because that's it doesn't you know that's their problem, not mine. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's uh, I I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've had I've had attacks like that, but when I confront my enemies, they don't want to talk. So I just say, well. Not a nice way about it. Say, well, what is it that I said that is wrong? Or would you please show me? Uh, please tell me so I can correct it. No, they they just because they, they were trained like that. They were trained from the day they were born, and so that and then they start piling these things up there, especially the the systems that they had to go through. The education system is one of the, the religious system is another one, and there, and the and the false falsehoods that they were forced upon them, and also their uh, their inaptness to deal with something head on, and they blame it's a blame game. It's a blame game. They don't have the guts to stand up for their. When whoever is attacking them, so they take it up on somebody else. I mean, this I've seen it in real life. Well, Clifford, you know what you're saying is new for me. I've experienced it in some ways, but since March, it's been exactly what you just described there. In no way being open and and saying, "Hey, show me," you know, where is incorrect or how do it's it's just a shutdown and complete irrational. Uh, you know, and so it's helpful for me. So it's it's kind of like um, accepting that the divide and conquer will work because there's nothing I can do, but also mm-hmm. recognizing I have to let them go. But also if they're willing to wake up and, and, and have a conversation, we can still have that. I don't have any ill will, but it's also like at the same time, I have to allow that, that the, psychological, the psychological operation is working on that. And so I've been mm-hmm. trying to rack my brain on how can I keep that rope with people that I've loved and, and it just worked and I, and, and I care about it and, and now it's, it's gone and I, I haven't found a way to save it and I, I'm still going to keep looking, but it just, you know, it's like you have to stay in an abusive relationship, right? It's like, Oh, well, I'm going to yeah. treat this way. It's like, you know what? You have to base it in truth and a good argument. And, and even if you're in truth and a good argument, you wouldn't be doing it in a hurtful way. You know what I mean? You, the, the truth might hurt, if it's the truth, but you're not doing it in a vindictive way. You're not using emotion and shame and guilt and, and all the uh, tactics that are out there today. So uh, it's definitely helpful. But, you know, I want to ask you, because we've been going for a while here, so I want to respect your time and, and, and what you have going on today, which I don't know as much, but you, you can always speak as long as you wish. But the one thing that I wanted to ask you is, um, if you could de- deliver a message to um, – 
Joe Biden, who some people think he's the president, but some people don't because there's a lot of election fraud going on. Some people think Trump will get in. So I think it's up in the air. The evidence that I've seen, uh, not a lot of people like if they're for Biden, because I think it'll go to the Supreme Court. And and I don't know much about uh, American politics, but if it does, it'll be Trump. If it doesn't, it'll be Biden. So what I want to ask you is, do you, would you have a message for either guy? Would they differ? Would they be the same message to Trump and Biden? And would you have an, a, a message for people, just the everyday people observing these big things and something that they could do or um, know or to help them process all of these things going on if they want to make a positive change, if they want to impact the world in a positive way? Well, you know what? I don't have any... I don't, it's, it's in a um, stage of, of what, what this, what the people and the world is, is they're in a stage of shock right now. And uh, there is absolutely no way that uh, whatever the outcome will be, because there are so many things that are, are so crooked. I do not trust the Supreme Court at all. I mean, they're they're supposed to be the the supreme, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, judging agency. But what I have what I have seen so far uh, is that they also are human beings. And they're again, they're government, they're government officials. They're part of the government for life. So I do not trust the Supreme Court. I don't. I, you know, I what I have seen and what what I'm seeing right now, because all the other underlings, the other branches, and uh, I talked a lot about Bill Barr the other day on one of the other part podcasts. I, he just he just doesn't. I thought that he was going to be strong in what he does. I think the reason is that I've taken as a very very small uh, player in a lot of these things. I used to take on a lot of jobs that I made a decision, and I don't know why these people are not making decisions. But uh, right now, you you just have to wait and see. Because uh, uh, both sides are not. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, I. I made a comment. Many. I've made comments many times about the dark force people that are that are outweighing the good side. But and I also made a statement that says that that I said that yes, they think that they're going to win. They think that they're going to throw everything in there to think that they won't win, but in the final final analysis and in the final outcome, they will not get away with it. So, um, um, because there are so many cluttering that's going on, I think they got the wrong players in, in because it's a recycling, it's a recycling bin that they get the same people out of. 
the same the, the same trash barrels. If you look at either side, I don't trust any of those people that are supposedly representing them. I'm talking as a general rule. When you got people like what's it, Giuliani? Maybe he was a good mayor. Maybe he was a good lawyer. And then on the other side of it, you got uh, you you got that. When you start talking about the squad, and you start talking about these people that, like the vice vice president elect elect on down, and the Nancy Pelosi's and the Schumers of the world, and on the other side of the the, the other group. I can't trust any of them. I cannot trust any of them because they were cut from the same cloth. The only thing in this case is that the cloth on one side, it's like a Pendleton blanket, okay? The cloth, the same cloth on one side is red and the other side is blue. And they cut them from the same cloth. I can't trust those people because of how they got there. Number one is that they're, uh, they they should have, instead of voting for any other rule before they start, they should vote for term elections. See, this is, this day there's a senators for life, they're representatives for life, and they're manipulators for life. It's the same old, same old pack of coyotes that are running the government. And uh, Trump thought that he was gonna clean out the swamp, but you don't fix anything overnight. It took a long time. So, so you have to sit and wait because that trust thing is not there. There, because, because what they set up in the voting system is there's wrong to begin with. I knew that before it happened. And the analogy that I use is the is the uh, the gambling machines on in Las Vegas. They already set them up so they can they only they only put out money five percent of the time. The rest of them is all profit to the casino. And and uh, this was all set up, but they they did not uh, both the Republicans did not act on it when they had the goods in front of them. And uh, because Trump had a whole bunch of uh, dumb guys around him, and so they were he was taking advice from them that that uh, because they didn't know that they're tainted on what we call in the Indian world two-hearted people. They're both, they're both uh, act like humans, but they're very evil. So they, they, they been Washington around for a long time. So they, they set them up, and so you have to wait and and see what happens because right now there's so many things. Uh, what they, what they set themselves up for that. The you go to any airport. They're not gonna. They're not gonna put you on a damn airplane unless you got a passport or a driver's license or a government ID card. Why did they get away from that 
in New Mexico that for the since I've been a kid, dead people has been voting. One of them was 167 years old. So it's so obvious why why did they let that go by? Because both sides are probably playing the same game. So it's not the, the same guy that uh, I mean the head 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 guy, because I've had that experience in many many jobs that I have. I did not realize that some of the the people on my staff, which I really trusted, were the ones that were undermining my efforts, and they were stealing some of the stuff that I had put together, especially when it. So it works, especially in a high place like that. So right now you have to just sit and wait. And uh, I don't think anything will be improved because that's just the way it was set up from since 1776. And uh, because people are very ignorant, they don't, they've been, they've been bought and paid for already. So. We got the technology that they can do do anything they want. But anyway, if, if people are serious about that, all they have to do is not pay come April 15th. Don't pay them a penny. And that way, but it, but to them, it's because people are scared. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my my five homes and my... my uh, offshore accounts and my Swiss bank account because that's that's what they're made out of. So now it's gotta be a cleansing effort. So so I think that all you have to do right now because I I don't see anything good happening based upon what I have been putting out there and seeing the same. I don't. I don't look at the internet. I, I don't care about. It. I don't listen to those televangelists. They're all wrong because they're paid people, just like a politician. And uh, I've I've seen all that stuff on about quoting the Bible and you know the internet. I mean, I what's that? The YouTube. I said this is crap. I mean, they just make these things up as they go because they're paid to do that. So I don't know. It's uh, I I I have no uh, what do you call it? I have no. It's it's America has come to that that lowest of the lowest now. I think it's a I think it's a payback by the the Indian spirit people. To say that you screwed us over, so you guys figure out what you got to do with each other. They stole this land, and so that that uh, when you steal something, you're gonna pay for it somewhere down the line. And so they, especially when the, especially when they kill all the owners of this land, or well, they nobody owns anything. They just said the users of this land, the, the caretakers. We call the American Indian people call them the caretakers of Mother Earth. They don't own any land. Because that's that's just the way our philosophy is. And you gotta protect that. You gotta protect all the resources. They're down to the smallest insect. 
and they did that and they violated that. So I don't know. I wish I had a crystal ball in front of me that, but uh, it's just like what I said the other day. He said that if you ever work with concrete, you have to concrete. If you do not do within one hour, when they pour the concrete, I mean, it starts setting after an hour. You cannot move it. You can not with anymore. So what happened in this case is that the concrete set. And so that it's hard to get removed the concrete once it sets in there. So now they're going to have to figure out a way how to do this. Now, I don't, I don't, like I say, I don't trust any of those damn government agents. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm too damn old to see I've seen that. <laughs> and I studied it. I studied it. That's, that's the hard, I mean, that's the simple part. I studied how they, how the Supreme Court justices operate. They're human beings. And they're judges. Look how many judges have made all the bad wrong decisions because they have the power, 100% power to do them. So, so I don't know. It's So they're all laughing. They're, they think that they won, but it's not over yet. Well, I, li I like... Yeah, I like that part. Well, it's you know what you're saying is terribly depressing, and the way that I, the, the way that I've been sharing with people, I said, well, from my research, what looks like it's going to happen is an unbelievably dystopian society if if that goes forward, or we have an opportunity for a proper rebuild, um, not to be confused with Build Back Better, which is the globalists. And I like what you're saying there, like it's not done until it's done. And I have seen reason for hope. So I'm sure that if I showed some of the stuff that I saw, because it like in the Canadian politics, there are some, it does look like there are some good people in there and there's enough information to make it plausible. And so that's where I want to, you know, remain hopeful. Um, and, and hopefully this might've been necessary for us to build something uh, better, but we can't be depending on our governments or anything outside of that. We have to build it as a community and um, become empowered individuals ourselves to to create that if we if we just removed all of that kind of stuff uh, all these labels all this nonsense and just started working together and being good human beings we could make it obsolete so um we'll wait and see clifford <laughs> you know we'll, we'll definitely stay in touch but i i have seen some hopeful stuff I'll, I'll tell you about later at some other point but i know i know you've experienced a lot and you've been in the government and kind of seen how these things operate. So um, I think we're going to be, we're going to have a lot more evidence in January and February on which way we're trending because everything we kind of shared when we did our podcast back in March is essentially what we kind of predicted what was going to go on and it's unfolded this way. And it's either going to take a turn where people are going to have enough and start building something else, or it's going to continue to unfold in this uh, very oppressive direction. Um, yeah. So is there anything else that, you know, thank you so much for coming on. It's always, it's always a treat. You got to keep me in the loop with, with what you're doing, but is there anything else that you wanted to leave the li listeners with? You got any hope in there? 
there's always hope. Uh, we, uh, it has to start, it has to start with us individually. We have, we have enough people uh, here that has got the right approach to a lot of things. It's, um, um, they, but well, I, I did a high school a speech one year and I talked about communalism. Communalism is a, is, is a community that does everybody's part. It's not run by a government, it's run by the people. And this has worked in many, many uh, systems before. That's the way that the American Indians used to run their, their nations before we got invaded. We did not have this, we did not have any power structure. It was done because of the people that had the qualifications. You didn't become a chief just because you were in the bloodline, like the royalty. You became a chief because you did outstanding things in battle, or you did a lot of great things for the people. That's how they put you in, put you in power because you also had to gain the respect from all that you are part of, and also how to treat your your uh, other tribes and other people, even if it comes down to uh, kicking their butt. And that's how they did it. But it was all about compassion. It's all about love of mankind and mother nature. We don't have that in this country. It's all about money. It's all about power. And But uh, there are a lot of people here that are ready to work together but there are so damn many laws that so the, the first thing that they have to get rid of is all these Mickey Mouse laws and which Trump started to do. And the other thing too is that uh, we, we had never had any problems when it came down to being a segregated community type. If you look back at history, you know, the Italians had their their section and and the blacks had their section and then the Russians had the Slavs at their section and I and I saw this in a little uh, town called Gallup America Gallup New Mexico and when you go over there everybody worked together even though they came from but what happened was that kind of make people become one of them all at the same time and the reason that they did that was that they going to put them all together and manipulate them. That was the only reason why they did that. The Civil Rights Act was just, I, I learned about the Civil Rights Act before it was passed by, by attending a lot of classes about that and, and exact, exactly what the, the professor said it was gonna happen. So, uh, so these are I, my formal training and the experiences that I went through working with many, many different groups of people from different nationalities. And these were the working class. And they have, you, they can get along. It's the government that manipulated that divide and conquer. And uh, the Indians did not have any scalping practice. It's the white man that, that made the Indians do scalping because that's the only way that they could get paid during the French and Indian War. Indians were never taught this to kill, take another human life, uh, and you know, like parts of a human life. So these are things that are so 
there's so much information that I have learned that it's it's very hard to de uh, decipher uh, the and then to make an analogy of what's going on right now because nothing is new under the sun. It's been repeated so damn many times. But we have to wait and see because it's not over yet. Because I think that there's going to be a lot of influence from not the humans now. I think it's going to be a lot of influence which is going to be happening uh, from the natural because that's the way that the the spiritual connection always does. And uh, because in any in, in that national disaster, people come together and take care of each other. That's but uh, this COVID was a in invention. It was a uh, it was made in a laboratory. In my 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 theory is that it was made in the laboratory, and and so they can blame not only the Chinese, but um, but it was an attack against the president. So he would not. Because he he went over there and kicked butt about a lot of these people, and they know that the second term was going to be exposure of all these things. That's part of the disclosure effort. And uh, we have been working, we have been having meetings about this for a long time. We've had disclosures, seminars, we've had conferences about disclosure. And then all of a sudden, they just put a stop to it, including our space brother connection. And one of the things that Trump did was that he made the U.S. space. So that was that was all. If you look back at history, that's one of the reasons that that Kennedy, one of the reasons he was shot, was because he he and the Russian premier at that time were discussing about this out outer space influence that might have have happened, I mean, could happen. And so he was gonna talk about that all in Monday when he got back, this is all in history books. I mean, the real history, not the crap that they teach in uh, other places. So anyway, it's, we'll just wait and see. Because right now, they're still in this, I would say that a drunken celebration of the one that think they want. And uh, I've always said that the evil forces people will think that they're going to win and they're going to take over. No, it's, it's not going to happen. But then you look at the other one on the American Indian side of it, is that we're going to have a renewal and an awakening. And it has a lot to do with The external things like the planets coming or, or the stars and, and like right now we had what the uh, eclipse the uh, night before last and and then okay the, the the solar eclipse is coming down in about two weeks and those are the signs that are are has absolutely nothing to do with technology or politics it's the history of the, the universe that have done this happened in the past so, I mean, I as a scientist and engineer cannot discard that because I'm not like those other engineers. I don't look at it like this. 
because I, I take everything into account. And it's a, it's a multi-universe, it's a multi-dimensional universe, or at least in the, on the planet. So, uh, so look forward to seeing the, what will eventually come out. Now, if they go ahead and approve that, that this lie is going to get its way, then we're doomed. Because that's going to be the agenda for the rest of this country. If you read Tolstoy, what is it that the, every 500 years, a nation goes under? This nation is, has been under 500 years of rule since 1540. So that, that's when the Spanish first came. The prior ones that came were the Chinese and the Celts and the Welsh. They were good visitors. But this, was, this time, it's going to be really bad. I mean, I don't like to... I'm not, a, I don't like to, but it'll, it'll be bad for those guys. The rest of us, you know, we're just normal people. We'll go through it. You know what? A poor man is always a poor man, so he'll, he'll survive. So, I don't know. It, this is really not, you know, it is so surreal. I cannot believe that this actually happened. And I maybe it's me and no. It is up front with us, and they pulled it off. And I, I don't know. It's a, a, they make look. They they make uh, David Copperfield and uh, Chris Angel look like fools, you know. <laughs> Oh, wow. Clifford, well, you open up a whole bag of worms. I'll have to get you back on to talk about, uh, you know, some of that other stuff with the Space Force and things like that. And, yeah. and well, I like the idea, like, yeah, I like the analogy of, you know, it's a drunken stupor where they think they've won, but they haven't. And right now I'm still hopeful. I think that natural force and the good force will take over. If it doesn't, yeah, it's not going to be well, good. everybody is because um, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It was wrong how – way before he was wrong and i kept saying that why are they doing this oh it's a setup it's a staging that was going on for a long time because they're still angry that they didn't put hillary in there and then now it's out there in the open right now is obama and hillary all along that set up that thing that's why joe biden is said in his basement he just told him he said we already got the election done you don't have to do anything you don't have to show your ignorance or your dumbness out there. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of you. But once you get in there, we're going to get rid of you. That's, that's the thing that they forgot to tell them. You're just a Trojan horse. You, once you get in there, we, 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 you get that office, then we'll get rid of you. They probably did tell him that, but he doesn't register. He's, he's not here. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not bad. Yeah. I'm just going by what I see. Remember that, remember that the little boy in the emperor's new clothes? But yeah. he's got no clothes on. 
one morning, one morning out of the White House, there'll be uh, Joe Biden be walking around with no damn clothes on if he becomes president. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I, I, I agree, and I think we're on the exact same page. My, I have, like I said, I have seen enough evidence out there that what, because I feel like the one one side is really striking in the art of war. You know, the left is really going all in. And I think that this absolutely has to do with the presidency. And I, I'm curious to see what's going to unfold. And I've seen enough evidence to say and suggest that it's probable there will be an, an equal and opposite force and exposure of the truth. It's still, it's still there. So I'm hoping as, as it starts to unfold, we're, we're all going to watch and witness it, but people to be in strength, integrity, um, out of fear and and standing up and just showing the truth, no matter what it is, so we can move forward. Because people are so afraid, they're not thinking correctly. So you got to get out of that stupor. And I feel like that's what the awakening will be. Because those of us who've been really trying to share the truth are just getting pies thrown at us, shamed, all this crazy stuff happening. And so, you know, I have seen enough to say, hey, you know what? There is evidence that that the good, like even yeah, there's a lot of evidence that the good guys are planning something and say, look, this is all this exposure. And then the next four years will be um, more of that, just whatever that truth is. And, and so hopefully we can build something better together. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. It's, it's wild, Clifford. It's wild. But we should do this again uh, in, in January, February, see how things are going and keep me in the loop with everything you're doing. But I, I appreciate you and you have so much knowledge on so many different aspects from the spiritual and the engineering and the current events. So I just appreciate you and, and what you're doing and what you share. And, um, and thanks again for coming on the show. I always appreciate talking to you. Okay. We, we got anything to else you, you want to leave us with Clifford? Till next time. <laughs> Until next time. Okay. What, watch, watch for the events in the sky. Oh, Crap. Okay. Watch for the events in the sky. There's going to be planning. Wow. (laughs) That's what you, Clifford. Now I want to do a whole another show. Okay. Well, we're doing a show soon to tell me what that means. Um, I'll look up. I'll look up. Thanks, Clifford. Appreciate you. Okay. Take care. Thanks for watching. Bye.